And the Bible says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity. Oh, God, to call on you to do this morning. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, for thy very presence in our life. Oh, God, God, we come expecting for you to do something this morning. Oh, God, all I ask God is to blow my mind in the name of Jesus. Let your manifestation of your word, oh, God, penetrate this place and the hearts of your people bless us God and we shall be blessed in Jesus name you may be seated for a subject which would come from verse 3 Come on, somebody. If you will, Sister Turner, if you still got it, uh, read verse 3 in John chapter 1. Nothing exists without him. Amen. So, for a subject, I could use the song that was sung this morning. He's a way maker. But that ain't my subject. So, therefore, my subject is, I need a miracle from God. need a miracle from God. Yeah, yeah. Come on, somebody. I need something that only God can give me. I need a change in my life brought by the presence of the Almighty God. When you look at the word miracle, it's an extraordinary and astonishing happening which is a contribute to the presence and the actions of an ultimate deity or an ultimate power or an ultimate divine power. It involves God doing something uncommon and unusual out and inspired in order to reveal himself to mankind. Yeah. Come on. It's a supernatural phenomenon supernatural. 
that brings unwelcome consequences. The greatest miracle according to the scriptures was the resurrection of Jesus Christ overcoming death by exiting the grave proving that he is God and beside him there is no other. It is so important that all four of the gospels talked about this phenomenon. Amen. And it's been over 2,000 years ago and we are still singing about this resurrection. We are still talking about this resurrection. That means, guess what? The word of God stands sure having this seal that God knows them that are his. Amen. Jesus got up and he declared all power given unto him in heaven and earth. Miracles can bring about healing to the natural as well as the spiritual. We need more of a miracle for spiritual healing than anything. Natural healing can get us, can get us to heaven, uh, but spiritual healing uh, can get us eternal life. God does miracles uh, to bring people uh, to believe in the works of salvation and provide the, the trust uh, in his word uh, and to prove uh, that he is the true and living God. God does miracles uh, to open doors uh, for evangelism. God opened doors uh, in for you uh, to glorify his name. God opened doors that no man can close and he shut doors that no man can open. He brings miracles to bring by repentance. Huh? Because if he perform a miracle in your life, you ought to be able to say thank you, Lord. If he perform a miracle in your life, you ought to be said, Lord, I'm sorry that I did what I did, that I lived like I lived. Oh, God, forgive me. He does miracles to break the curse of change in your life, break change of the devil uh, that's trying to take your life. Uh, he makes miracles uh, to bring forth uh, his glory. Anytime Jesus did a miracle, praise and worship accompanied it. It accompanied and God got the glory. Anytime God did a miracle, somebody had to worship. Anytime God did a miracle, it brought on a praise. How in the world can your God do something for you and your mouth is shut up like he's supposed to? How in the world can your God bring you out and you ain't got a shout? How can God do something in your life and 
you don't recognize the one that did it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is still working miracles in the lives of people today. Jesus said, only if you can believe the problem that we got is believing. The problem that we got is we got to see something to stand on what God said. But God said, faith coming by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So do you have faith in what God said? It's a miracle that some of us are still alive and well because it is the goodness and mercies of God that we have not been consumed. Oh my Lord, I thank God for the miracle of life because if it had not been for the Lord on my side, where would I be? I know I might not be here because I could have been sleeping in my grave. Oh my God. But, but I thank God that he's in charge. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, he's in charge of life. He's in charge of death. Nothing go past God without getting his permission. Am I in the right house? Oh my God. See, you don't know my life story. I like what my mother-in-law used to say. I can't forget the words she used to say. My wife and her sisters would be trying to shut her up. But she would say, let me tell my story. Because her story had a meaning to her life. You let me tell my story. Because you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what God brought me through. At the age of 19, drafted in the armed forces for the Vietnam conflict, my mother, bless her soul, wrote a letter to the United States of America president explaining to him that I was her only child explaining to him could you just bring him out of oh lord the war zone oh my god oh the president ain't no call his name that we don't have to bear no blame but the president sent a letter back to her and to me and said he ain't no better than nobody else. He gonna stay where he is till it's time to get out with a few other words that he wrote in the letter. Oh my God. But look at God. Oh Lord. Some of the troops read the letter and said, Bean, he said some harsh words to you. Said, Bean, he had no respect for you. Oh, I said, but that's all right because I'm not going to be here long. Didn't know nothing about God. Don't know why I said it, but I said it. 
So one of them replied that your ET day is a long way off. Your ET day is your end of tour. They said it's a long way off. And I said, yeah, I know, but I'm still going home anyway. And a few weeks later, I was wounded and on my way home. Just a few weeks later, but there here comes the miracle. It happened on a day in the jungle. I was to be disciplined but bringing up on charges for not obeying the lieutenant on that day. Oh my God, this man had just a few weeks left in the bush and he was going home, but he was so gone home, he had to kill him somebody. He didn't want to go home and tell nobody that he didn't kill no big to me. But oh my Lord, look at God. So this man told me, let's go over yonder. And I told him, can't you see that it's plain as day that they want you to follow the way they took. And he said, who's in charge? And I responded, you in charge of you and I'm in charge of me. Oh, Lord. And they told me, son, said, go ahead on, Brother Bean, because he's going to bring you up on charges. He's going to try his best to get you dishonorably discharged. He's going to try his best to get you court-martialed. And I told them, I don't care because I will still be alive. But I took their advice and I went ahead on and followed him. I followed him because I was the only way and means of communication with the rest of the company. But oh Lord, yeah, we went that way. The tracks was wet. We followed the path. Oh Lord, by time we made it to the top of the hill. Look at God. Oh Lord, they blew a bomb, which is known as a Claymore mine, and the blast spreads 50 feet. Oh Lord, and I need you to know that God used him as a buffer between me and the bomb. This man, oh Lord, his stomach or his intestines was blown out to pieces. I received some fragments to my right eye. Didn't feel a thing. Didn't know I'd been hit. Only thing I realized that I had some dust in my eye. So when I went to wipe my eye, my hand, I couldn't see the color of my skin for the blood that was running down from my eye. And when I noticed that I'd been hit, then 
when the pain started, but it didn't stop there because I had the radio on my back. I had the way of communicating to the rest of the company where we were. Oh, Lord, if they knock out the communication, they got us trapped. If you lose the communication with your God, the devil got you trapped. They were still shooting at the old boy. Oh, Lord, because they knew I wasn't dead. They kept shooting at me. I was trying to hide. It was like a twig tree. I was trying to hide behind that small tree while they were shooting them AK-47s, and you can hear them crackling in the air. My God, my God, and there was a friend. You got to know me, show You keep yourself a good friend. Everybody that's a friend ain't your friend. But I had a good friend that carried an M60 machine gun. Wouldn't nobody else come up past her. Everybody else was down below the hill. Nobody would come up on the hill. For our rescue, but Lord mercy, here come my friend and the medic coming up the hill with that M60 machine gun, firing every round to the barrel turn red. And Lord have mercy, when the smoke settled, we saw nobody. So God, the last thing I remembered of the jungle is when I was being met about, oh Lord, out of the thickets. And I remember the words that I said that I'm going home soon. You got to believe God to your dying day. You can't give up on believing God. You can't quit till the smoke fell that you may see God in the midst of your troubles. That you may see God in the midst of your situation. Because God is a provider and God is a keeper for them that want to be kept. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But that didn't end the miracle. Here come the rest. I was supposed to have been disciplined or court martial. But look at this thing. I received a combat congregation of metal of honor. I received a purple heart of honor. I was discharged with honors and retired from the military. Look at God on my way home. Come on, somebody. When you gonna believe God? 
in the midst of your troubles when you can't see straight and you can't see your way out God still got a miracle tailor made just for you it ain't got nobody's name on it but yours so Lord have mercy get in a habit of trying to ride with God because you're sitting in the best seat when you're riding with God cause when you're riding with God you can tell Jesus ride on King Jesus ride on oh my Lord who can hinder you God who can hinder me God when I'm riding with you I was reading in John chapter 2 when there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee. The king was having a wedding feast and they were running out of wine and Mary, Jesus' mother, oh, told him the feast is running out of wine. He said, woman, what do that have to do with me? It is not my time yet. She looked over there to the disciples and said, whatever he tell you to do, you do it. So he began to tell them to get some pots of water and pour them up. Get them and pour them up. And the Bible lets me know that it was approximately 120 gallons gallons of water that he turned into wine. Good God Almighty, Lord have mercy, he turned water into wine. Oh Lord have mercy, it was wine that came from heaven. It had no intoxication in it. It had no alcohol in it. So you couldn't be looking for a buzz because that wasn't the kind of wine that he served. But the wine was good enough that the king said normally they give the best first. But I see that you saved the best for last. He didn't know that he was drinking wine from glory. Just like the nation of Israel ate manna from, from heaven. This man didn't realize he was drinking wine from heaven. Oh my Lord, that was the first miracle that he done. And it caused his disciples to have confidence in him, adhere to him, trust in him, and rely on him. My God, my God. Can you just imagine somebody go and pour up some water and when it touch your lips, it turns to wine. Oh God, my Lord, my Lord. Then I heard in John chapter 4 that Jesus visited canal in, in Galilee again where he had turned the water into wine and there was a certain royal official from the king's court whose son was sick in Capernaum when this man heard that 
Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, it tells me that the word had got out that Jesus was in town. The word got out that a healer was in town. The word got out that the man of miracle was in the city. Oh my God. So this man, he went to Jesus and he begged him for the healing of his son. He begged him and Lord have mercy because his son was close to death. Jesus put the man off. Said get back. Still, he was feeling that it wasn't his time. He put the man off and he told the man except you see signs and wonders you won't believe. Somebody shout hallelujah. But the man consistently begged Jesus for his son's life. How consistent are you in your quest to know God? How consistent are you when you need something for God? Oh, is you too proud to beg? Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'll do like blind Bonamaeus. Oh, Jesus, son of David, help me, Lord. Shut up, Barnabas. And he cried out louder. Oh, Jesus, the son of David, help me. Why you can constantly let the devil shut your mouth? Why do you let your circumstances cause you to give up on the only God that can answer your prayer? But the man kept begging for his son. And Jesus said to the man, go that way. That son lived. My God, preacher. The son was in Capernaum. They were in Canal of Galilee. Jesus spoke a word. Go your way, man. I just healed your son. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. Should have been a run in the camp. Go your way, man. You are healed. Go your way, man. I just answered your request. Go your way, man. All you got to do is believe. And you shall see the glory of the Lord. Am I in the right house? The word said to the man. The Bible said that the man believed and the man went his way. When will you believe the Lord and walk by faith and not by sight? The man could have said in unbelief, if he healed, you come show me. If he healed, you come go home with me. If he healed, you are not the man. Follow me home. But the man believed in 
in the word of the Lord that was enough proof for him so the Bible says that he went on his way come on somebody he left Jesus with confidence in the word that Jesus spoke as he left in faith and coming home, his servant met him with the good news. And the servant said, thy son liveth. Oh my God, the man probably was glad what the servant came and told him. That was the greatest news he could have received, but he wanted a little bit more. He wanted a little bit more because he asked the servant, tell me what hour it was. And you got to remember, this was a day later because the man had a long travel to get back home. So he asked his servant, what day was it when he was healed? What hour was it when he was healed? And the servant gave him the hour and the day that corresponded to the word of God. My Lord, when God's word matches up with your situation, you ought to have a praise on the inside that you just can't keep to yourself. You ought to have a praise bubbling up on the inside and you just can't shut your mouth. You praise God. Oh, you give him praise. You give him worship. You give him altar. You stand before his presence with thanksgiving. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Have Jesus ask yourself, have Jesus done anything for you that nobody else could do? Have Jesus brought you out when you didn't have a friend to lean on? Have Jesus healed you when you were sick and couldn't get well? Went to the doctor and the doctor didn't have good news. And then you turn to Jesus and been to call on his name. You turn to Jesus and begin to say, Jesus, thy son of David, help me, Lord. Am I still in the right house? Don't despise the days of small things because small and simple things are the reason great things are brought to pass. You should praise him and tell somebody about the man that is called Jesus. The Lord had put you out so that you can come in. The Lord had pulled you out in so many different holes, so many different situations that you can't only say, Lord, I thank you. 
you ought to be able to say, God, I appreciate you. God, I see you working in my life. Of men. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The following instruction expecting negative results but caught so many large amount of fish. See, you got to realize you ain't as spiritual as you think. You don't completely trust God in everything that he say. You don't completely trust God and step out on his word. Just like Peter, just like we. So God had to give him a life lesson by listening and adhering to the instructions of God. Them fish didn't come by faith. They came by obedience that he stepped out on what God had said. Here is a miracle that had no substance of faith. Yet it was accompanied by obedience. The word of God constantly tells you, oh my Lord, that obedience is better than sacrifice. Oh Lord, we don't mind sacrificing, but we got a problem with obeying. We don't mind bringing in our little change, but we got a problem of obeying the word of God. And God said, your obedience outweigh your penis. Your obedience outweigh your dollars. Your obedience work more for you than your dollars would ever do. Come on, somebody. Did not God say, oh Lord, that he would open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive? Press down, shaking together, and running over. God said that men will give into your bosom, but you won't believe God because you can't see it. You won't believe God because you're looking for it to come out of somebody else's pocket. But I heard him say, son, that he was going to open up the wilderness of heaven. See, you too busy looking for stuff down here. And God got all of your treasures hidden in heaven. Oh, my God. Peter saw this phenomenal thing happen. And he fell before God. And he began to repent. And he began to worship the true and living God. The ones that were with him were astonished at the amount of fish taken in. They were looking at the man. They were looking at the fish. They had their eyes on the meat. They thought about how much they can eat. 
and how much they can sell, but they didn't have their eyes on the man of God. Oh, Lord, ain't that just like us? We all look for what we can get in the natural, but don't nobody want to be spiritually awarded. Nobody is looking for what God has for them, flowing from heaven. Nobody put it above what they can receive in the natural. But God still got a blessing that you ain't got room enough to receive. Somebody ought to shout hallelujah. Amen. I was looking in Luke 5. Oh, Lord. There was a day Jesus passed through a valley where a man was covered with leprosy. They tell me he was in the valley of leprosy. He was in the valley where people of leprosy lived. Oh, because they was considered to be unclean. They were considered to be diseased and could not live among normal people. But Jesus had a reason to go that way. God never goes somewhere that he haven't already pre-planned. God don't never go nowhere that where he don't know where he's going. Oh my God. So he had a reason to go that way. This man was on God's radar and this man must have heard about Jesus because when he saw Jesus he noticed who he was. When he saw Jesus he knew the man from Galilee. When he saw Jesus he was the one that's been doing these miracles in the land. The fame had gone out and Jesus fit the description of a healer. Oh my God, did you hear that? In that man's eyes, Jesus fit the description of the healer. Oh, Lord, the man fell down before the Lord praying. Oh, God, when are you going to come down? When are you going to do some sincere praying? When are you going to call on God? Till your eyes turn red. Till your snot run out your nose. When will you call God? Till almost your throat close. Till you can't say no more but God. Oh, Lord, then God knows you got a serious problem. Then God knows he need to give you some immediate attention. Come on, somebody. And when he saw him, and he knew it was Jesus, the man fell down. And he said, if you want to, you can cleanse me from my leprosy. He put the ball in Jesus' court. He was telling God, it's left up to you whether I get healed or not. It's in your hand, Jesus. If you want me healed, I can be healed of this leprosy. Oh, God. 
help me Holy Ghost uh, the man spoke uh, to Jesus about the possibility uh, of faith of healing uh, can you speak uh, on the possibilities uh, of things that can happen in your life uh, can you speak uh, of the possibilities uh, that God can do for you can you stand on your faith without wavering in the name of Jesus you must remember this man is called unclean it should and should not be touched religious leaders won't touch him the high priest won't touch him he's an outcast because he is diseased but Jesus put his hands on him but Jesus reached out and touched him can you call on him till he reach out and touch you can you call on him till he lay his hands on you come on somebody hallelujah well so Jesus touched the man and the Bible says that the man's skin immediately was made smooth not a day late not a dollar short oh God he didn't look at his clock to see what time it was going to happen the Bible said that it happened immediately the lepers departed from the man Jesus instructed the man don't go around talking about it to everybody don't go around town blabbing your mouth but I need you to do what the law says and the leopard departed him and Jesus told him to go to the priest and let him examine you and take an offering that is required of the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy and this would be a public testimony that you you have been clean. You got to do it God's way. Hallelujah. That should inspire you to feel like walking with the Lord. You should appreciate God for living a changed life. You should be like the woman that was hit was at the well and she hit the street running come see a man that told me everything that I ever did is not this the Christ talking to the right folks in that same chapter Luke there was a time Jesus was teaching a Bible class did you notice 
that before he did anything, he always talked about the word of God. He always took the time to give you some manner that was from on high. He always fed your spirit before he attended to your flesh. If I got anybody in the house here. So he taught a Bible class. And in the midst with Pharisees and doctors of the law hanging around to see what was going on. Not only was he teaching, but the power of God was present to heal. News was out that Jesus was having church and the power of God was there. So it was revival time. It was revival of the power of Jesus Christ. If you want to ever see the power of Jesus Christ working, it's time for revival. It's time for renewal. It is time to have some real church. It's time to get out of yourself and get in God. It's revival time to see the presence of the Lord moving in the midst. That people can be healed. That chains can be broke. That somebody can be delivered. In the name of Jesus. There was a man carrying a man on the bed. This man was sick with the palsy. This man couldn't get up and walk. This man was sick and couldn't take care of himself and probably couldn't think straight. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Probably didn't have no hope and he didn't have no faith. And why do you say that? Because I read on in the scriptures that the Bible said the men that was carrying him tried to get him in through the crowd because there was a revival going on. You know what? When a revival is going on, the house of God ought to be full. When a revival is going on, there ought to be standing room only. When a revival is going on, there ought to be a great noise in the house of God calling on God to come in the midst and make some changes. So they look for a way to get this man in. Oh Lord. So they couldn't get him in but they didn't give up. They couldn't get him in. So they went to the rooftop. They couldn't get him in. So they removed some tiles from off the roof. And they lowered the man in. And it just so happened when they lowered him in. They lowered him in at the foot of Jesus. They lowered him in right in the front of Jesus. And the Bible says that Jesus saw their faith. It was the faith of the men that lowered in the man with the palsy. When will you have faith for somebody outside of you? When will you have faith to get somebody healed? When will you have faith to get somebody soul saved? When will you have faith to call somebody to repent and return back to the house of God? 
you thought it was all about you oh god but it's for the work of the kingdom that god get the glory my god my god my god my god they had a burden for somebody else they had a burden to get this man to the lord it might wasn't easy but they put forth the press to get this man to where he can be healed you mean to tell me your faith can work for someone else to get a miracle from the Lord you mean your faith is not just for you but the saving of somebody else's soul Now we're down to the onlookers. Oh God, you know there are some that come to church just to be onlookers. There are some that come to church just to see what's going on. Didn't come to receive. Just wanna be busy, buddy. Just wanna be busy, 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 busy. In other men's matters, they not looking for God to do something in their life. They just wanna know what's going on. Do that sound familiar? Hallelujah. 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 So they saw what Jesus had done. They saw that Jesus told this man, Thy sins are forgiven thee. Oh Lord. And the Pharisees and the doctors of the law, they said, who is this man that he speak blasphemy? And God is the only one who can forgive sin. I have to pause right there and said they were correct. God is the only one that can, can forgive sins. But they couldn't accept the fact that Jesus is God. Oh my God. He was in with a hard pill to swallow that Jesus was God in the flesh. Jesus knew what was on their minds and in their hearts and asked the question which is easier to do to tell this man his sin be forgiven or get up and walk? Check this one out. But Jesus was saying, I'll make the choice for you. You that so that you can see and can see the manifestation of the one God. So I told the man, pick up your bed and walk. Immediately that very present moment without delay in front of everybody that stood around the man picked up and the man walked and went home like Jesus told him to and probably looked back at the Pharisees 
and probably looked back at the doctors of law and said, what do you have to say about that? Come on, somebody. I got two more points I'm going to try to make. Oh, Lord. I remember when the Sunday school lesson said that Jesus was serving sack lunches. Oh, my God. He was serving lunches from five loaves of bread and two small fishes. Am I in the right house? Oh, Lord. That equated to a thousand people per loaf of bread and 2,500 people per fish. Oh, my God. And then he turned around and he said, now that they are full, go pick up the fragments. Go pick up the fragments. And it was 12 baskets enough to feed some more people. You don't get the last of God. You just get what you need. They forgot that Jesus, when he rose from the grave, declared all power was given unto him in heaven and on earth. Mirrors can bring about healing to the natural man as well as the spiritual. We need more spiritual healing, though. We need God to come in and give us a spiritual healing. Am I in the right house? Well, since he had fed sack lunches, you know, it's very seldom you can get filled of a sack lunch. You get your little sandwich, possibly your little apple, and a little small drink. And when you get through, you still hungry, and you use the words that'll hold me over till I get home. Am I in the right house? Because looking at the saints of God, I know they're not getting fat off of no sack lunch. I know they need more than a sandwich and a piece of fruit uh, to satisfy the hunger uh, that is in their belly. Uh, but if you eat what Jesus gives you, uh, he can make your soul satisfied uh, with what he feeds you. Uh, and it'll be more than enough uh, to carry you over. Uh, it will be more than enough uh, to get you back to the house of God. Uh, if it's not enough, uh, it's because you're not eating. Come on, somebody. He healed the blind man in Bethesda. But I'm down to the point where I want to go. He brought Lazarus back from the grave. 
after being dead for four days. Lazarus was flatlined. Four days 